Did you know in that very moment when you were starting that you were actually going to build this huge fashion empire? The biggest part of my success was really tying my whole life into my brand. For somebody who's made over 70 million in your business, like you can get to a point where you take your foot off the gas and get this attitude of I'm big, I made it. You got this constant, I want to keep learning. I want to keep getting better. The more you learn, the more you realize how much you don't know. Anybody listening, this is powerful. It has to work where it has to work. What's up, y'all? Welcome to an episode of Circle of Greatness today, man. Ooh, when I talk about girl power, this episode that y'all about to hear is about to be crazy. Today, I get to bring y'all a West Philly legend. You know, anything West Philly, y'all know I got a rep, but the tech today, I get to bring my sister on the platform, Milano. Listen to me, sold over 70 million in clothes, empowering women all around the world to become uh, women nairs is mama nairs and just all around dominate. Without further ado, let me introduce my sis, Milano. What up? What's up, bro? How you feeling? Amazing. Thank uh, you for having me. Thank you for taking time to get on the platform. Yeah. An How's amazing everything? platform. Thank you so much. How you been? Good. Good, good, good. So I just really wanted you to be on here because it's like, where we come from, we don't make it out. Right. I mean, it's very seldom that we are able to do what we're doing at this level and make it. So I really wanted to do it. And I know we got a lot of similarities. I know your dad is in prison. Um, my dad did life in prison. He died there. Oh, he did? Yeah, he died there a few years ago. My dad been in jail since I was two. So I don't know how long your dad been in there. He been like, I'm sorry to hear that. My dad yeah. been locked up since I was 10 months. 10 months. He came long. home when I was 10 years old, got locked back up when I was 11 and a half. Wow. Wow. Any possibly getting out? He got a 40 to 80. Okay, 40, yeah. Yeah. Well, anything could happen. I was uh, I was talking with, I don't know if you know Corey Jacob, Diddy guy, and he was like, he got life sentence, and he got a call from Barack Obama and them about something called clemency, mm -hmm. and he got out of 17 years. Wow. So I don't know if right. anything possible, right, right, right. anything could happen. Wow. But, um, you know, I know you always talk about the underdogs, you know, becoming the inspiration. So I really wanted you to come on here because I feel like your story empowers and embodies just a winner like like you can come from nothing and create the life you want and i don't think there's another female that can do a better job at sharing that motivation from philly and how you just now this global leader changing the world so thanks for coming on thank you for having me yeah, and that yeah. was an amazing intro <laughs> hey, hey, it, it's the truth it's the truth i'm inspired like when I, I i heard you we were at eyl's invest fest and you just told me what the brand did i'm like wow it's not very it's not often that someone can build a brand to that level. And it all just started with a dream. Right. Yeah. So kind of tell me about, I know it was 2012 when you, 2012 or 2011 when you first released the brand? 2012. Okay. Yeah. 2012. And, and, and what made you say, I got to start this? So actually you are one of my inspirations too, wow. Neo. Yeah. So I heard I, you say that yeah. before, similar or something like that. Wow. I remember you had the success shirts yep, and I yep. had bought some of your success shirts, yep. but I used to, I remember showing my mom like, okay, mom, this is Neo. His father is in prison. Cause yep. I remember you saying that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, cause you would talk about your mom growing up in a single parent yep. household and how you got fired from your job. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, our stories are similar. Yep. And I'm like, if Neo can do it, I can do it too. Yep. So you were a big inspiration to me. And you didn't really know, like, Crazy. like that's why it's so important to share your journey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I started out the trunk of my car. I started with two sweatshirts. I wore one and I sold the other one. And I would just constantly just flip and flip and flip. And I would drive around the tri-state area selling shirts out of the trunk of my car. Yeah. 
crazy. And I mean, you make it sound so simple and it just blew up. What do, what do you think were, and I, I feel like I'm going fast in this, but what do you think was some elements to really just making it go so hard? Because I mean, I had a brand and I didn't build it to that. Like so many people, and you know, a lot of people in Philly had brands and none of them has made it to the level that your brand has made it to. So what did you know in that very moment when you were starting that you were actually going to build this huge fashion empire? Like, was that a thought when you started or when did the idea of, yo, I'm really building something crazy come into play? So I always knew that I wanted to have a, a clothing brand. I knew that I wanted to have a full line of different items, but I had to start small. And I had to start with what I could afford. So I started with sweatshirts because it was the wintertime. And I just, I didn't think about like the full bigger picture. Like I am the type of person that like, if I set a goal, I don't set like a five month goal. I typically, a five year goal. I typically like, if I can do it in five years, I can do it in one. You know? So it's like, I set like things that I felt as though they were attainable. And I just worked hard. And I think, the biggest part of my success was really tying my whole life into my brain. Mm. So I like made everything that I genuinely love and that I, I would just do. I tied it into Milano Dewooch. I love giving motivation. So I on my app, we give our motivation every morning. I love sharing dating and love and fashion advice. On my app, we do that. So I like having fashion shows. I like creating experiences and entertaining people. Like so. The things that I do in Milano DeRouche is not really typical for a clothing brand, but I tied in every aspect what of me. What you mean not typical? What you when you so say like, give when me you think of when you think of have so when you think of fashion shows, right? Yeah. A fashion show typically is fifteen minutes. You show the collection and then you're done. Yeah. My fashion shows would be about three hours. We have a it's like a full it's entertainment. Experience. It's an experience. Yeah. Like we have a poet. We have dancers. We have. It was never just about the fashion, you know. It was about the experience and just bringing people together, like it's showing our culture. Yeah. Um. So I tied in everything I genuinely love into my brand, and it never felt like work to me. It just was like something that I was doing out of passion. I never put like a monetary goal to my brand. So I just worked hard. And as I was growing and, and the the money was growing, I was happy and I was so thankful. But it wasn't my, it wasn't like, oh, I, I got to make this amount of money, you know? Yeah. It was just more so like, I want to make this and I want to make this impact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your attention to detail, crazy. I remember when I was uh, talking to Striker, like, yo, I'm doing the music for it. It's like, you don't miss it. Like every... You, you take attention to detail with your denim. I know you didn't come right out with the denim because you might have took a year perfecting the denim. Yeah. Why is that important for our entrepreneurs just getting started to not take you don't take shortcuts with anything that you do that I see. So for my entrepreneur getting starter in business, why is that important? And and how how did you even develop that when a lot of us are at a level where well, I know I if I I gotta rush and put this out because I need the money. Like, what a, talk to that entrepreneur at that level where it's like, I might can't work on perfecting this thing. I just, my slogan my whole time, they commit first, figure out the rest later. So I'll just throw some stuff out there and see if something hit. But when I first started, that's yeah. that's how I did. Got it. So like the quality of Milano de Rouge when I first started, it was just like a regular t-shirt type Next of quality. Next level in Gildan. Next yeah, level in yeah. Gildan. Yes, sir. Yeah. In H&M. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, so when I first started, it was like, all right, let me just get this, right? But once I had this thing that was working and I was selling, everything else that I was building, I was trying to build quality. Yeah. So, like, I didn't have to put it out there, you know? So, when I first, my first cut and sew piece was a jumpsuit. When they first did it, the mold and the model was good, but the quality wasn't. So, okay, I got that, but I'm not about to put this out there. Let me get the quality. Let me continue to, to perfect the quality. And I would wear the items first, even now, like... Like everything that we yeah. got, like I make I sure I wear it. <laughs> I make sure I wear, I make sure I test the quality. Like we have baby clothing. I'm so big on quality for my son. I buy him nice, luxurious clothing. I make nice, luxurious clothing. Whatever, I I wouldn't make anything that I don't see us wearing. Right. So he was testing all of my products before we would put it on the market. And that's why he's paid. He's He's on payroll because good, good, he's our fit model. Good, yeah, good, and that's a tax play too. Yes, yeah, it's a tax play. It's tax free for him, and it's tax deductible for me. Exactly. Yeah, people don't know. Don't yeah. don't let that go over your head, y'all. Yeah. So a lot of people be like, because I know you can deduct. I want to say eleven thousand or twelve thousand yeah, a year mm -hmm. for your kids, but a lot of people always say, "Well, my kid is one, two, three. What can they do? They can model." Yeah. In addition, they can model. You they can, can make promo. them a story. Yeah. Yeah. Put them. Make them a book. Like. Right. Like my kids, they they gonna model for Milano. Yeah, too, for sure. So. I think they would be so cute yeah, to do for yeah. Milano. But but put them in the story. Like there's so many plays that I believe is important. Like I, I trademark all my kids' names. Yeah. Like I'm making sure that they're gonna get licensing deals. Right. Like I, I'm not playing around right. with that. Right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, so it's important. Yeah, and then I know like you do the event planning classes, the event space classes. Like people that got children that is doing event spaces. They can have their kids promoting the event space on a yeah, video. Okay, yeah. now you get the twelve hundred, yeah, yeah. you know, a month. You yeah. know, so that's good. Yeah. Now I want to get more into the brand, but I, I I've haven't heard the upbringing. How was upbringing for you without having that father? Were you a bad kid? Like this, I actually that's nothing. I I don't know anything about that. I know we had similar stories, not having fathers, single parents. But how was? I know you was raised in the bottom. I was raised at Fifty Second and Gerard. Were you a bad kid? Were you a good kid? How were I was in the middle. Okay, so yeah, me too. I would be getting in fights and stuff. I remember, like, I was always getting good grades, though. Yeah. So, like, I would always get honor roll. I was, like, really smart. But I remember, like, one day, I was, we were looking at our report cards, and my friends was like, wait, how you got honor roll? You was outside with us. I'm like, yeah, but I still paid attention. So right. I would, I was, I was okay. Um, I never really caused problems with the teachers, but... Outside of school and then during recess and stuff, I would just be a little free. But I had, my mom is a very good woman. Yeah. That's a God-fearing Christian woman. So she always raised me with morals and ethics. So I knew right from wrong and she wouldn't play. So as long as she didn't find out, I was right. good. But once she found out and then I was like, all right, now I got to change my behavior. Right. So, yeah. What was your What was your first shot at entrepreneurship? Was it like selling Big candy? Sales. Bake sales. So All we used to right. have okay. bake sales. So growing up, I grew up on 38th and Reno Street, and we used to have bake sales. I remember- We got to get that block named after you, too. We Did got, you start that yet? No, but we got yeah, yeah. to get that. Yeah, Watch y'all going to see that. You going to have your, the block will be named after Yo, you before this year is over. Yo, that would be amazing. That would be so done. dope. Um, so we would have bake sales. So I started a dance group. I wanted to dance, and my sister was in drill team. My mom paid for me to do ballerina. But I wanted to do ballet, but I wanted to do dance. Yeah. So, like, all of the kids on our block, we would do dances, and then we would perform during the block parties. So we wanted to get, like, uniforms and stuff made. So we, we would go to the store and buy cookies and then sell them. 
<laughs> so that was like yeah. my first yeah. hustle hustle at entrepreneurship. Yeah. Well, we didn't make enough money to get uniforms, but so my grandma made them for free for us. But um, yeah, and even just thinking about it, like because I wasn't able to get on the drill team and I wanted to do it, it was like I created what I wanted to be a part of. So I created the dance team. Yeah. And we made people watch us perform. That's good. Yeah. It's like find a way. Like yeah. I be telling our people, like, yo, it's two type of people. There's somebody who's gonna find a way, there's gonna somebody to find an excuse. Yeah, yeah. You gotta choose which one, which one you wanna be. Yeah. And I feel like you're somebody who just don't really take excuses or make them. No. And I, I feel like I tell people all the time, like when you know you're the provider for your family, you're the provider for this, you can't the the excuses you make, I can't make them. Right. Yeah. Right. So I just think people got to start really making up like, yo, I got to go all in on this thing. I got to make it work. I feel like when people be making excuses to me, I'm going to just keep giving them a solution for everything. I'm like, okay. And then you learn that some people are going to come up with a, a problem for every solution. Facts. If somebody got a problem for every solution, I'm yep. like, you don't even want the solution at this point. They, I can't even talk to them. Yeah. Like, those, those. What made you say I'm getting out of Philly? So... I wanted to move to Los Angeles. Los Angeles was like always my goal city. Yeah. And I went there. Since you were younger? Since 2009. Okay. Like once I, I feel like like once you see it, when yeah. you don't see it, you don't know what's possible. That's but once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. And it just motivated me. I went there in 2009 with my ex and I'm like, yo, I love it. It's the sunshine. It's the palm trees. As soon as I get some money, I'm moving here. And that's what I did. Got it. And uh, then from there, you stayed. Then you came back or went to Atlanta. When did you open your store? Tell me what year. 2016. So 2012, the brand started. Four years later, you opened the store. So 2012, the brand started. 2014, I got my studio warehouse. Got it. And then 2016. Where was that one at? Kensington. Okay. I don't think I've been to Port Richmond. Port Richmond. Okay. Yeah. Um, Crazy neighborhood, bro. They had like, they had like. Because we, we had, Pete was doing my shirts and your shirts at the time. Yeah, Remember I was Pete? in that building. And that same, 32, that's 33 Amber Street. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a wild joke. That was a yeah. wild joke. Yeah. People was coming there, though. Yeah, yeah, It was coming there to buy yeah. my shirts. And yeah. I'm like, if if they're coming there, then it's a demand for a store. And I just yeah. supplied the demand. Because I never wanted a brick and mortar. Right. Why, why, why didn't you want the brick and mortar? The overhead, managing yeah. people. I just wanted to, like, really grow my brand. And then once I got online, I got online in 2013. And I'm like... Online is the biggest store in the world. Yeah. So I don't need a brick and mortar. And I just, I'm not big on like listening to what everybody say. I go with what I feel. So everybody's like, you got to get a store to show that you're official. And I'm like, I don't need a store to show that I'm official. Yeah. Like I'm making sales. That's official yeah. enough, you know? So, but once it was a demand for it, I just supplied the demand. Yeah. Well, I know right now you're transitioning. You helping mamas be better moms. You helping women through start and grow their own brands, right? You're coaching and helping people, right? Transition to do more of that. Um, but I heard multiple times that you didn't have a mentor. So I want to know what, you know, I know when your son came, that was another battery in your back. But before we get to that, like what was driving you or how were you, how were you learning about becoming better? Like, I got better by having mentors, having coaches, right? I believe kind of like you said, once you see it, you can't unsee it. So right. a lot of times I'm seeing successful people and made me become and want that more. But what driv drove you to success for those years when you didn't you didn't have no mentor, no guidance, no coach? What How were you able to create that success in those few years when you started without no coach? Two things. Or mentor. Two things. So I had created mentors in my head. Mm. So... You were a mentor in my head. Eric Thomas was a mentor in my head. I remember watching that one video when he was like, if you want success, you got to want it as bad that as you, you want to breathe. breathe. Yeah, and I remember being so tired and I would be up late at night 
on my computer and I'm like, I ain't going to sleep until I'm done because I want this as bad as I want to breathe. Yeah. And that was just like my model. Like that, yeah. that resonated with me so much. So having mentors in my head, Oprah, my mentor in my head, Beyonce, I have different mentors because I'm multifaceted. Like I'm not just in one area. So everybody I like, I'm inspired by. I'm either inspired by like, I don't want to be like them or I'm inspired to do more of what they just did. And another thing was me being on Instagram. And me being on Instagram, I like really control my timeline. I control who I want to see. But I followed a lot of girl bosses. And I remember like following Karen Civil, Ming Lee, mm -hmm. um, Ms. Ming's Bling. Ming's doing it for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Ms. Bling. And just seeing like like these ladies had successes on, on behalf of themselves, like not on behalf of men. Yeah. And growing up where I grew up, at, a lot of times I saw successful women. The most successful woman that I saw that had the luxuries, it was on behalf of a man. Mm. So as soon as he left, she no longer had that lifestyle. Yeah. She had the nice car, the Chanel bag. It was all on behalf of a man. Mm. But when I got on Instagram and I saw these women, when they were posting, it's like, oh, I got my house or I got this. I'm like, oh, she did it. I can do it too. Mm -hmm. Because once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. So they were like my mentors in my head. And yeah. that motivated me like, all right, there's no limit to how far I can go. You know? And now they homies. Yeah. 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 It's power. Yeah. I tell yeah, I tell people all the time, like, I think it's so important for us living in Philly. You got to get out of Philly. Like, I don't care if you get on a bus to New York, buy a ticket to some, like, you got to see something different. Any Every inner city neighborhood, if a parent can try to put your kid in some sort of expansion, like, yeah. they got to see it. Buy them a passport because everything that changed for me was I saw it. Yeah. I saw someone else do it. I'll probably still be in the hood if I didn't see it. Right. Like, we from West Philly. You know, a lot of kids, their entire life, they never been out of West Philly. Yeah, I knew. It's so crazy because I found that out. You know, I went to school in Upper Darby. I found that you out. Beverly? I went to Beverly Hills mm -hmm. Middle School, and then I went to Upper Darby High School. Got it. And I'm like, yo, some people never left the hood. Yeah. Like, never. Like, never became Cincinnati. And Upper Darby at that time, that was a good, that's a good neighborhood. Yeah, that was yeah, a good neighborhood at that lit. time. Yeah. yeah, it started to get a little bad when I was up there. I was yeah, a part of yeah. it making it bad, so yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think, like, once you see it, and that's why I'm, I'm so intentional about, about what I post. And I got, like, once I started to, like, really become successful, I started not showing certain things. But I had to get out of my own way because... It's like, people need to be inspired by that too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I didn't want people to be inspired by the materialistic things. Me, I'm I, I'm so grateful to be able to get what I want, but I wanted to, them to be more inspired by like, okay, just having access and then like buying assets first, you know? Yeah. I feel like when we first, when I first started, I was buying like my family and my, my, my sister and my mom stuff that I wouldn't buy for myself. I didn't buy my first luxury item until 2018. I made mm. my first million in 2016. Mm. But I would just, but I would buy my mom and my sister something. Four years, you made your first million after you started the brand with them. Four years. Yeah. Got it. Yep. And I, I was just so big on like, I just want to build and reinvest. And I feel like the way that we were, the way that we see it, we just look at the entertainers and like the, the rappers and the singers and we like want to like emulate their lifestyle yep. instead of like, okay, having that financial literacy. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really like EYL too, because they're teaching us stuff that I never knew. Yeah. They're teaching us stuff that I didn't have access to. So now like now we can really shift the culture because now it's like, I don't want to buy this car first. I'm going to buy the property. I'm going to buy the asset and let the asset pay for the liability. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's what I was trying to show. So it got to the point where I stopped showing certain things. I didn't want it to look like I was bragging. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, like, 
you know what? I'm not a bragger. I'm not a boaster. Like, I need to show them, like, this is what happens when you work hard. And I'm going to show it. And I'm going to continue yeah. to show it. Because I was so used to showing a struggle that once it became success, it was like, all right, like, it, it was a little different for yeah. me, you know? Yeah. But now I was like, I don't want them to be inspired by this. Yeah. Hey, I'm so excited, man. My sis. Milan is finally coming out with something to help everybody looking to build their brands. I've been talking to her, I'm like, Milan, yo, you sold over $70 million in apparel. You have figured it out. You got the blueprint. Can you come teach in a challenge, in a class, in an event, some way to help our people get to the next level? So if you're interested, there's gonna be a link in the description below. Take a minute, sign up for that. So you can literally learn from Milan whenever she drops this amazing opportunity. Don't sign I didn't tell you first. Like, I literally want to make sure you get the blueprint on how she was able to generate $70 million and how you're going to be able to generate whether six, seven, or eight figures with your business as well. So make sure you hit the link below and let's get back to the episode. I stopped posting cars mm -hmm. and all of that. I never post the house stuff, just security reasons. Right, you know, right, right, do, for but, sure. But I kind of felt the same at some point. We're like, man, maybe they may take this wrong. But we are inspired. Yeah. Where we come from, you don't see it. Right. Like we literally was just here and the guy says dream car was a Rolls Royce. I'm like, huh, man, go get, go start it up. Go check it out. Oh, yeah. Cause I heard it because I know when I rented one in Miami with some people will call capping that made me really go get that car. You got to see it. I tell people, you got to see it before you see it. So you can seize it. Right. Right. Like I had to go envision that thing that I wanted. So I think it's, we got to get to a point where it's scarcity mindset. I think if people always going to hate. Right. But we are inspiring a certain group of people. I know when I go see it, if I hear what you're doing, I'm inspired. Yeah. And that's how I started looking at it. Like, yo, like when I see you doing this and I see you and your wife and y'all killing it, I'm like, yo, like I got to show it. Yeah. Because if I'm still inspired and I got it, like yeah. of, that's what people need to see. You know, yeah. like they need to be inspired by the full journey. Yeah. But but what, what about to this person right here who's listening and they just really don't believe it's possible. Like you are inspired when I may do something. I'm inspired when, but we we may arrive to a certain point. But what about that underdog? Like what what would you go on? They don't even know if this stuff is real. Like wait, that we had to scam somebody. Like wait, they just don't even know it's possible. What did you, you had that what scam? No, meaning in their mind. When you see successful people, what did they do to get that? Oh, who yes. is he sleeping with? Who's she right, sleeping with? Right. Who did you scam? Right. What, 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 what drill you running? What right. play? They don't believe. A lot of people don't believe it's just possible. It, you know what's so crazy? I remember when I was like starting, right? And I was getting my warehouse. And the, you this know. This one out here? No, no, no. My studio. No, I was calling my studio in. Your warehouse. Speaking my warehouse. Yeah, 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 your warehouse because yeah. that's what it was. That's I what? thought that's what it was. But, but I remember when I was like remodeling it. And. I was like telling my ex at the time, I'm like, I don't want to buy nothing with credit. Don't buy no credit from no one. And he's like, why not? Because, you know, when you buy credit, like if you buy Home Depot credit, it's half off. I'm like, I don't want no credit. I don't want nothing. And, and so y'all understand credit, not like a record, because you had me thinking like, don't use credit, meaning buying like oh, food yeah. stamp type yeah. stuff. Like. So like, so when I say like, I didn't want credit in Philly, like we call it credit. Like if somebody's selling Home Depot credit, they'll sell Home Depot credit for um, $1,000 worth of Home Depot credit for $500. So they'll sell like $1,000 worth of Home Depot credit for $500. Mm -hmm. And it's like, basically, I didn't want that yeah. because that's right there, a ripoff. Yep. And I didn't want nobody ripping me off. So yeah. I didn't rip nobody off. I didn't want to buy that credit from nobody. Yeah. I'm like, 
we either going to pay for it or we can't get it until we can afford it. So that's what I always tell my ex. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do nothing wrong. I just want to build this thing the right way. Yeah. Um, that's but, why it's built the right way. Yeah, yeah. The foundation is solid. And for the underdog, bro, you looking at two underdogs. That's like we, I come from the bottom of West Philadelphia. I didn't, I, I thought everything was all good because that was my surrounding. I didn't know like that. We was in the hood. I didn't know, you know. Even now, yeah, I think about right. I didn't I know. know that life was cool. That was a. I had a great childhood, yeah. you know. Like we were when I said I had a dance team. Like we didn't have drums. We were beating on recycling bins, yeah, you know. Yeah, like yeah. we had sticks and beating on recycling yeah. bins. Like I would go to the corner and play basketball and be shooting the ball inside of a crate. Like yeah. the rim, it was yeah. a crate for a rim. Like I am the underdog. Like my, I came from a single parent household. My father was incarcerated all of my life. I had to make a way out of no way, you know, yeah. like, and I thank God for my mom because my mom watching her make a sacrifice to go to soon and get her GED and become a registered nurse, like watching her, like just sacrifice to become um, what she wanted to become. It showed me that like anything is possible. Yeah. So she made a sacrifice to change our life. And it was like, I'd be damned if I don't go hard, you know, mm. like, mm. I'd be damned if I don't go hurt. And yeah. then I'd be looking at it like, like our ancestors died and they fought for us to dream. Like, why would I not dream? Like, mm -hmm. why would I take advantage of that? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. How good do it feel to provide for your mom? Amazing. That's the real flex. I tell people you could do the cars. The big flex is putting your, your people in position and retiring your folks. Yeah. 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 That's, it feels amazing. Like, yeah. it's like... Like I said, before I was before I bought my first materialistic yeah. item, I bought my mom and my sister. Like I just want to make sure, like I make them smile, you know? Yeah. Because they did so much to contribute to my success. It's like I gotta make sure they good. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because it's one of the things that I notice about you, and uh, I think this characteristic, if people can emulate it or adopt it, they can really create the life. It seems like you got a mindset of it's never enough. And when I say that, it's like, you are always looking to learn. Like we were just around the studio. Wait, how you do this? How you do that? Like you're curious, like you're curious to know what, what plays you running, how you run it. Can you show me how to run? Like for somebody who's made over 70 million in your business, like you can get to a point where you take your foot off the gas and get this attitude of I'm big, I made it. You got this constant. I want to keep learning. I want to keep getting better. I want to keep impacting like, I don't know where that came from or how, how, where you get that from, that drive? Um, I just, I love to learn. Like, I always love to learn. And I feel like there's, like, the more you learn, the more you realize how much you don't know. Mm -hmm. So I just, I just know that, like, yo, if I can make a hundred dollars from zero and then I can make a thousand from a hundred, then I can make two thousand from one thousand. It's like, yo, that means that I can continue to grow. Yeah. If I got here from zero, yeah. that means the sky is the limit. Like, yeah. why stop now? You know, I am just, and it's not even about money. It's just about like the opportunity, yeah. the opportunity you can create for yourself, the opportunity I can create for my family. Just like just being able to grow. Like that is my goal. Like yeah. I just be every time I'm praying, I'm like, God, I just want to reach my full potential. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to leave this earth without maximizing my full potential yeah that's good Ooh, that's power y'all if y'all listen to this full potential like that's what we living out here for how do we really maximize this thing so you had your son and i know up until that point because i heard you say this i want to say on the stage or invest fest like you were buying things like you were just living your life but i felt like he gave you like another sense of purpose like 
that's when you said I really started taking the financial literacy thing serious. Talk, talk to us about that. I started, when I had my son, I really started to think about my legacy and like, okay, what can I leave him? And I had my steward, which I didn't own. I had my showroom in Los Angeles. I didn't own that. I had my dream car, which was a Mercedes. It was leased. I had my warehouse, the fulfillment center. Like nothing that I had, I own. Mm. No ownership in anything yeah. except for my brain. brain. But no ownership in none of those properties. And I'm like, what can I leave him if something was to happen to me? And I'm like, okay, I this money is no, this is money is not no good sitting in a bank. I need to invest this money. So I bought my first property, which was my store, um, my new store that we're working on. And then where's the new store gonna be? Atlanta or Philly? Philly. Oh, good. Philly. Good. I don't know if I'm gonna start in Atlanta, but everyone's telling me I need to do it, so I'm I'm gonna reconsider. Oh, that be hotcakes now. Everybody, I, feel, I'm on, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like both store. I feel like it'll do better down here. Every yo, everybody is literally saying everybody's like, in Atlanta yeah. and they getting money out this joint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody like yo, you they like yo. I even seen like on Google, you know how like you start typing in Milano yeah. and they like Milano store in Atlanta. So people must be asking for Search the store board. in Atlanta, yeah, yeah. but. I, th- I think I might One do day. it. Yeah, yeah I think I may do it. What about the can they shop in the warehouse or that ain't gonna be? Nope. Okay, got it. No, we would just probably like like certain people come to pools, but yeah. no. Got it. Okay. Their warehouse is gonna be a private location. Got it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 Where was we at? What was we? We, we was talking about oh the uh, generational. Yeah, yeah like, talk about that. Yeah, and my I think son. I think our our parents and people about that kid they got to hear this. Yeah. So. My, I was just thinking about like the legacy and what I can leave him. And it's like, I have these materialistic assets. I have the purses. I have everything that I wanted. Like I was really happy with my life. Yeah. And but when I, he came on board, it was like, what do I leave him? Like, what can I do for him? So my whole mindset changed. Yeah. It was like, literally like, all right, I got to build, I got to invest this because I got to give this to my baby. Yeah. You know, like even just the way I, I do things, like I got patient. Like I had to like become patient I had to like, okay, I got to speak to this person a little differently, give him a little bit more grace. It just like changed everything. everything. Yeah. And then, so for his first birthday, I had one of the properties that I purchased, I had put in a trust for him for his mm-hmm. first birthday. Mm-hmm. And then I oh. co-wrote a book for him mm-hmm. too. I remember that. What was it? Yeah. Little Caesar? What was that, what was that book his called? His name is Zor. Everybody Zor. think his name, his name is Caesar. Caesar. <laughs> no. Zor. Right, Zor. God, and yeah. Zor is a, it means Russian ruler. I swore with uh, that. That Russian ruler sound like a Caesar. You know what I mean? But it's a czar. You know, czar. Got it. All right. It's a czar. I bought that book though. What was it called? It's called um, Because of Them. Czar's okay. Story yeah. of Black Inventors and Aramis. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, Jay-Z named him. Okay. Okay. That's love. Yeah. Love. Yeah. So we started with that, got the property for him. And then you did the same thing for your mom and your sister. I yeah, say. You for bought Christmas. them some properties. Yeah. yeah. So I got them a property on Christmas. Because like, yeah, and for my sister's birthday, I she wanted a truck. She wanted to start a trucking company. I got her a truck and I bought me a truck too. So that's something we're working on as well. Good. So the idea is that that was like a huge turning point in terms of me saying, yo, I got to get all of this dialed in from trust to properties. And you just been buying properties and building businesses ever since then. Yeah. 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 Yep. I had bought 15, was it 15? Or 12 properties in 15 months. Wow. I got 13 now, but yeah. Wow. Listen, to my ladies listening to this, let this be some inspiration. Anybody listening, this is powerful. 
So it's just is the power of just building a brand. I want to talk to you about building a brand. We got some people here listening. I'm building a brand from the beginning. What's some tips you could get to somebody? They're trying to figure it out. They just got started. Like, I feel like what you built, I honestly don't, I believe everybody can do it, but everybody won't do it. So what would you say some Milano tips on building a brand? Like, what's a tip? That you could share. I would say like the first thing to do is like think about why. Like, mm-hmm. why do you want to do this? Yeah. Like what like your why is gonna keep you going. Yeah. Once you have that why, that's what you focus on because it's gonna be times when you feel like giving up. So that why is really important. And I'm not really big on like, oh, you can make this overnight because I just know that like true success is not overnight. It may You're look 10 like years in right yeah, now. Yeah, it may look like overnight nice success, but you gotta put it on the work. Like nothing will work unless you work. Yeah. So that's another thing. Like you got to really put in the work. People don't want to post. People don't want to promote. It's like, okay, how do you want someone to find you? And then I would have somebody like messaging me, hey, can you post this? And then I go to their page because sometimes I post people stuff for free. Sometimes mm-hmm. if somebody DM me and they telling me something about their story and then I go to their page and I see them promoting, then I'll be like, all right, yeah, I'll just put it up on my story. No problem. But then I go to my page and I'm like, you want me to promote you, but you don't promote you? Ooh. No, because you don't believe in your own brand. Page how do you private. want anyone else to? Yeah, exactly, yeah, how do you uh, want someone else to believe yeah, in you? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, I would just say like promote yourself. Like whatever it is you're selling, you should be a walking billboard for your company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you got to believe in what you're doing. If you don't believe in it, don't even waste your time. Why yeah. waste your time doing something that you don't truly believe in yourself? Yeah. You might as well spend your time doing something else. Yeah. That's gonna make you happy. Yeah, and it's funny you say it because I used to do the same. People in my DMs promote me, promote me. I go to their page, ain't an image in sight for the like, thing they asking me for. I'm like, how this don't make sense. How are you too cool to make money? How are you too cool to post something that you're trying to sell? Like people used to be like, yo, you post all day. I'm like, okay, well, it's like people gonna unfollow you. I don't care. Yeah. Because if those people unfollow me, they're not my client anyway. So yeah. who cares? Like I tell people this, I'm like, yo, listen, it's two things gonna happen. You either gonna support me or unfollow me. Either way, I'm getting results. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I don't mind, you know? Yeah. Like I'm not here for just followers, you yeah. know? I'm here to make a difference. Yeah. And that's good because I think people gotta really understand just like you gotta go all in. Like so many people say they wanna build their brand, but they're not really fully commit you put your blood sweat and tears in this i never i never see you without your brand on i never see you not like when i gave you some clothes i'm like i don't even know if i'm gonna get this to her i, <laughs> I don't think she wear nobody else stuff no um, i do i do yeah. i do i just think people gotta understand you have to become obsessed like you it has to become i tell people all the time your sessions become your possessions like they need to think you're crazy. Right. All she do is talk about Milano. Yep. You got bags. You got, I'm sure, shoes coming out soon. Like, like they say that. No they say that. Like, you you gotta be like a certain level of crazy to like, yeah, to like really become successful. And yeah. I don't mean like crazy, crazy. I mean like, 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 bro. Like my work ethic is like crazy. It's yeah. insane. Like. Yeah. I'm not going to sleep. Like, and now you would think because I'm successful that I'm going to get a full eight hours of sleep. No, you know why? Because I, I want, I want this more than ever. You know, yeah. like I know it's another level with my name on it. So I'm not going to be at twelve. I'm going to be at three thirty a.m. I'm going to be until I. I was reading a book the other day. I'm like, I'm not going to sleep what until I finish this book, The Ride of a Lifetime by Robert Iger. How was it? The CEO of, the, of Disney. Amazing, bro. Mm. That but that book is changing my life. Mm. Like. What you I, physically read or you do audios? So I physically read. So I, Audible is good for me, but I can't. I need to like read those pages. Yeah. I need to highlight. I need to yeah. take notes. And Audible, what I what I'm gonna start doing 
is like maybe driving with the audible on there. That yeah, way everything can kind of like tie yeah, in. Yeah. But I got to physically read it. And it's taking me longer to read because I got to take notes. Oh, it's a lot longer. I was thinking, I was reading, uh, not to cut you off, but I was listening to a book the other day. It was 57 minutes. I'm like, it would probably take me four hours to read it. So right. that's why I listened what to the What book was it? I was listening to, uh, it was called Zero Money Down, So How to Acquire Businesses um, by Roland Frazier. Yeah, well, let me know how you like it because I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm building a library in my my new headquarters because yeah. um, what I learned is like so much stuff is hidden in books. Yeah, like the the recipe to success is right there in the book, and I feel like you can't just read to read; you got to read and apply it. And that's what I've done. That's another secret to my success. Like I was going to seminars yeah. and people would be like, y'all keep paying for these seminars and y'all going to these seminars. You're going to get out of it what you want to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Because if you go there and you just want to go there and socialize and just take a picture and show that you was there, then that's what you got out of it, a picture. Or you're going to go there and take notes and I'm writing down everything. Yeah. Even if the stuff didn't apply to me at that time, I'm still taking notes. I can give it to somebody else or it's going to apply to me when I get to their level. So yeah. I'm so big on like, I don't want to just learn just for the sake of learning. Yeah. I'm applying that stuff as I go. How quickly are, because I'm happy you said it, how quickly are you applying these things? Because a lot of people, they're like, they become, my brother Marcus watched, don't become addicted to education and allergic to execution. Oh, I love that. You apply everything. Like, but what are you saying to this person that's just afraid? Like, Lano, I, I, like I'm learning, but I'm just, I'm really afraid to start. I don't know if they're afraid to start. I don't know what the issue is. Because I be telling my friend, like, bro, like, you don't want to be a millionaire? Like, mm. I do say that. Are you scared of money? You mm. scared of success? Yeah. What is it, bro? Because you spend a lot of time on this. But if you spend that same amount of time on this, on that, bro, you will be a millionaire. Like, you too smart not to be. Everything I ask you, you can you tell me the answer to or you'll find the answer. Why you don't apply that, to, that logic to your daily life? Yo, I'm telling you, you're going to be out of here. But I don't know. It's different. You got to have that will to want to win. Yeah. And I apply the knowledge as soon as I get it. So, like, as I was reading that book and taking notes, bro, I'm, I'm like, all right, I can't send an email yet. But I'm like, got the email in my mind. And as soon as I finish my book, all right, I'm sending an email. I need X, Y, and Z. I need y'all to do this. I'm like an executor to the yeah. fullest. I'm yeah. not even a planner. I'm going to just, like, do it get right it done. Now. Yes. Commit first, figure out the rest later. Yeah. Figure yeah. it out as I go. Yeah. Sometimes people want to see the full staircase. Like, okay, this is how I'm going to go up. Nope. The staircase isn't there. I see this step. Yeah. I'm going to go to this step. And then God going to bring the other step. Like mm -hmm. one by one, one step at a time. That's how you built your company. Brick by brick. Brick by brick. Yeah. I, I did my, I, did you see that video I did? I was like, brick by brick, layer oh, by layer. No, I didn't see that. I think I saw one I really like you did was about sh the doors being closed. Oh. I went back and board the building. Yeah, is yeah, that the same yeah. video? No, no, no. I just yeah, did that. I that just shot fine. that little thing at the oh, office. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That was the whole office, all them doors and all. Yeah, that? that's the office. How big is that office? Twenty-one thousand square feet. Oh, that's a monster office. Yeah, golly, <laughs> twenty-one thousand square feet. Yes. I mean, you could do everything you need in there. That's what I'm gonna do. Content studio. You said you don't make a part of an event space too. Yep, event space. Will that be public though? Because you mentioned so it'll something be, private. It'll be public, but the way we're building it out is you yeah. won't even know there's one on event space. Ooh. That's the way Like you can't even tell 21,000 square feet I mean you might As the brand keep growing Or you might you Is that the fulfillment center too? No Okay alright No So you're good then Cause I'm saying You gonna outgrow that place As you yeah. keep growing Yeah So I'm gonna get I, My goal is To eventually probably Open a fulfillment center yeah. But no It's just for it's Content creation Production and design Yeah It's my headquarters Yeah Are you Are you 
type of CEO that's at the office every day? Walk us through a a, a day in the life of Milano. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. My so my days are always different. Yeah, I I don't like the same routine. Yeah, um, so you only got a morning routine. I'm sure you pray and just keep it moving. Yeah, well, my yeah, I wake up and I yes, yeah, so I wake up, but. I actually, I go to bed. I go to bed with a goal, so I wake up with a purpose. So I go to bed, I do my to-do list, what I got to accomplish for that day. I wake up. Are you physically writing it on your phone or on, my on notes. a notepad? Yeah, in my like, notes. On your phone? Yeah. So uh, like. So to-do list. So now I just switched to Asana. Okay. Asana is life-changing. Yeah. I wish I had Asana years ago, but yeah. I just switched to Asana because instead of just writing a to-do list, I can write my to-do list, I can put a date on it, and I could put who I need to assign a test to. Yeah, powerful. So Right. So yeah. if I like, so right now my, my videographer, Horace is right here. So I can say like, all right, I want to make a video for this. I can assign it to him. So now he can come and think of the treatment. We can put a date on it. So I do my to-do list. Asana is amazing. Yeah. And in the morning time, Asana, when I- I might owe a check for this one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I want to do partnerships like that. Yeah. But, um, Brand partnership right yeah, there. Some, yeah. yeah, some things I was that thinking about I, it I as you were saying, I'm like, hey, we need to clip this up and send this to us. <laughs> Show the video, right, yeah. of how I use it. Um, but so yeah, and then I will wake up and like look at what I gotta accomplish. You know, I may have like a lot of meetings in the morning time, which my days really consist of meetings, and that's why I be up so late at night because that's the only time I get a peace of mind to actually work without having to like and decompress a little bit. Yes, yeah. and night I don't even get to decompress unless I'm like going to the spa or yeah. something else. But it's like the only time I can really think without people talking to me. Because all day long, I got to prove something. I got to prove. I got to oversee. I got to do something. And then at night, it's like, okay, this is the time I can get my work done or read or, yeah. yeah. So and you so the to-do list, but goal, is it every day you got a specific goal? Because you mentioned about you set a goal. Yeah, so my to-do list is basically like. Somebody want to follow what Milano's doing, so I'm trying to make sure they they know go to bed with a to-do list so you can wake up with a purpose. So I so my so I go to sleep with a goal and I wake up with a purpose. My goal is my to-do list. So those are the goals okay. I have Got to it. accomplish Got for it. the next day. Perfect. And sometimes those goals don't get checked off. So whatever didn't get accomplished, I'll put that on the next day. Mm -hmm. So I look at these small goals are still goals. And it's good to because when you look back and you can check off all the things you do, you're like, all right, I, I've done a lot today. So now you can yeah. be proud of yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my goal is to like make sure that I spend at least like 15 minutes solely focused on my son. You know, I spend time with him all day long, but uninterrupted time where I'm like, okay, he wants me to play with this toy. He wants me to read this book. It's just like me at least 15 minutes a day at minimum because I want him to feel like I was present, not just there. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I'm in meetings all day. I started to incorporate exercise, right. like reading that book and just listening to Robert Iger. I think he said he work out five day, times a week, five days a week. And I'm like, I need to like really get on my shit because I want to be everything. Yeah, I want to be everything. Like I want to have everything. I want to have like the health, the wealth, the spiritually, mentally. I just want to be like successful in all areas package. of my life. Yes. Yeah. The full package. Yeah. And even just like trying to eat healthier too. Yeah. You like, like me though. You a foodie too though. I love yeah, food, yeah, but yeah. I eat, I don't eat that bad. Like I don't drink a lot of soda. The only soda I would drink would be ginger ale and that's black people's medicine. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it's black people's medicine. Like I don't, I, I just try to like be like a little bit more health conscious. And that's yeah. after my son too, because I got to live for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful, man. Your son played a huge role in the rest of the, your life. Yes. That, that's good. Yep. Yeah. So, 
so we got the daily goals. We got some some targets. Um, what are some goals you see for the company or yourself in the next couple of years? The next couple of years, I see me being married with some kids. I see how many kids you want. I, I initially I wanted seven. Well, seven, yeah, I, but, I like seven. It, yeah, see, only reason it's a lot I, on the body though. It's a lot on the yeah. body. No, I. I would do a surrogate. Yeah. Okay. I would do a surrogate. Yeah. I'm That's not opposed to surrogate. I know they everybody like look down like you want to do a surrogate, bro. Let me do what I want to do, and yeah. you do what you want to do, and I don't judge you. You don't judge me. Yeah. But I would do a surrogate. Um. I yeah. I was very sick. Like my pregnancy, especially the first four and a half months, it was really a lot. Crazy. Um, a beautiful blessing came from it. But I would like now. I would probably do like four. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. But I would like seven. Yeah. I just think that they all can't fit in a car with me. Yeah, bet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the they thing. They gotta get a sprinter. We yeah. might have to get a sprinter, right? About, yeah, I'm looking at a sprinter right now. <laughs> we done now. Four kids, it's over with. But I want that two more. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Give me a six piece, right? Yeah, yeah I think I just think it keeps you young, and it's yeah. like always something to do. Like yeah. kids are just a blessing. I feel like a lot of times, and everybody at a different space. Like, I don't want to have more kids because of finances. I'm not worrying about. I'm going out earn the problem. Right, so I love now, that. You know, right, I tell everybody like, outside of your health and love, everything else you can out earn the problem. Right, you want a better house, make more money. You want right. like grow your business, like just go grind, go right. put that work in. Right. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I love that. I'm yeah. out earn the problem. I'll, I love yeah, it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What's the problem? I'll earn. I'll yeah. earn the problem. Oh man, I'm focused on this. I mean, I, I don't know. I'll make more money. Yeah. You could I need security. Make more money so you can afford the security. I need the nanny. Make more money. And again, I'm not trying to be like, this is normal stuff, but you can make it your normal. Yeah. And then you gotta learn a skill. Like really learn a skill that people wanna pay for. Yeah. Like right now, like you can't get comfortable in just what you know. Because the world is evolving. So you gotta evolve with the world. So if you were just doing I don't know. Look at blockbusters. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like facts. no one watched movies on cassette tape. So you got to continue to like evolve with the world. If you got a skill set that's working, learn another skill set because you can make as much money as you want. Like right now, you can see you can learn make as much money as you want. Why settle? Yeah. Like yo, even if you don't have a skill, like like something that you could, like yeah. really capable of like learning, well, you can go and pick up the people trash. Like it's different things you can do that like people need help with. Yeah. Uh, create a damn car service that has that's for moms that have car seats in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like create like just do it. Like you just just don't make an excuse. Yeah. You know, I've had the privilege to help hundreds and hundreds of people all around the world open up their own profitable event spaces, utilizing my signature formula. Number one, how to find a space. Number two, how to fund the space and how to automate the space. I've been in Atlanta, Georgia now living for two years. My spaces are still in Philadelphia operating, doing extremely well because we use the same exact formula that I break down, right? If you're interested in learning how we can help you, I want you to go to eventspacesecrets.com, watch a training or book a call with our team to see if you are a good fit. Again, this is for you specifically if you're looking for other ways to leverage your money and turn that into other streams of income, right? I don't believe there's a better time than right now for you to get tapped into the information in a game that can help you. So again, go to eventspacesecrets.com, watch the trainer and book a call with our team to see if you're a good fit for this opportunity. Let's go. It's funny you say I was, um, I started to say we can't even talk about, but I started thinking about the sesh for a second, but oh, I, yeah. I know we can't mention that, but right. I just start, it's so many options out here to just figure out how to make something work. Yeah. But it's just, I think people got to you gotta you gotta be curious. 
And I feel like we're in a stage where you just can't keep following the same mold, like that idea, find a good job, work. A, you got to find a way to make money outside of your job. Now, you got to have other streams of income. You got to have, like, you got to get skills. And I feel like you don't got to go school. To, did you finish Lincoln? Because I know you talk about No, I didn't finish school. Yeah, neither did. But I'm saying it's not necessary for you to become successful in today's times, yeah. especially with one good skill set. Yeah, two. and then with YouTube University, you know? Oh, and man. then with the circle of greatness, you know? Like, yeah. they teach him, like, it, it's the, the information is out there. It's like, yeah. you got to get it. You got to grasp it. And the thing is, like, when people say, like, oh, I went to this program, it didn't work. That's like, you went to school and you probably still failed the class, right? It's because you didn't pay attention to the message. You didn't apply the things you were learning. So it's like, you really got to apply what you're learning, you know? Yeah. I think that's, like, the key to success. That's it. No one is not enough. Yeah, no, that's a fact. Let me ask you this, because I think this is important. And I feel like this conversation went everywhere. I didn't make it perfect. <laughs> like, it just went, we went from here to here, and now I'm going back to the brand. You have, I've seen everybody, and I just heard you say this stat, and I'm just, I'm so proud. 500,000 people that you just learned this stat has wore your brand. Yes. Not meaning 500,000 orders, 500,000 unique people. Yes. How? Like, how is this even possible? Yes, 500,000 customers. That's crazy. Wow. How how important has influencer marketing played a role in your brand? Because I see you got everybody, all the, the hottest ladies wearing your brand. Like, you got everybody wearing your brand. Like, how has influencer marketing played a role in that? It played a big role in it. And I'm just so grateful to God just for like aligning everything the way he yeah. did. It definitely played a big role in it. And when I started, it wasn't really called influencer marketing. Yeah. Like this is just a new thing. How long have you been doing influencer marketing? Ten, I've been doing since I started. Like from, I started in 2012 and I would like reach out to the different celebrities like, hey, Milano Deruj means making dreams reality. You're doing that. I would love to send you a package to pay homage. That's the script right there? That was the script. Say it one more time because they need the, that script. That's a <laughs> that was script. what it was. It was like, yeah. hey, Milano Deruj means making dreams reality and that's what you're doing. So like, yeah. like everybody that was like celebrity, like yeah. they made their dream a reality yeah. and I was like, I would love to send you a package to pay homage. And... Some people will open it and say yes. Some people will open it and just read it. Some people didn't want it. It was like, okay, whatever worked, worked. Yeah. And they was, and b before, because it wasn't like influencer marketing, I didn't have to pay for them to wear it. Yeah. They were just wearing it um, if I send it. And sometimes I send stuff and they wouldn't wear it. And it will be like, you know, when you start off, you ain't got that much money. So it's like, damn, they didn't wear it. Like yeah. I just came out of my, yeah. this just came out of my inventory. Yeah. I ain't even got enough money to like cover it. But I was just still doing it and I was consistent with it. And that helped a lot. But I think that like my customers help even more. Yeah. Because representation matters. Mm -hmm. And I will post spotted and Milano's all the time. And I remember people yeah, would be like, that. you need to still this. post them. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I still because I mm -hmm. love my customers. Yeah. I appreciate my customers so much. And that's why I was first post posting them from the beginning because I was appreciating the support. And I remember people would be like, you gotta stop posting your customers. Um like, if you look at the the official brands, they don't do that. And I'm like, well, I appreciate my customers. Like, this is why I am. Yeah, this is why Milano Debu just yeah. growing because yeah. of my customers. Like, yeah. so all of that, what looks good, I don't care about what looks good. I'm doing what feels good to me. And my customers, they want, they they happy when they get posted, you know? So I post on my story whenever they tag me in it. And I, I appreciate them yeah. because they are the real reason why we're successful. Exactly. Like, yeah. they are the reason. I'm nothing without yeah. my customers. Exactly. Corner. So I'm going to show how I'm, I'm going 
want to pay homage. And then by me showing them, they wearing this stuff differently, you know? So like they may wear it different from what I showed on the model. They may have all different they type of body types. Yeah. And then somebody else that's looking at them is like, okay, she she fit this, like she's my size, you know, or he's my size, he's my height. She he wore it, I can wear it too. So they they're essentially my influencers for real. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So now even at this level, do because there's somebody now and they're trying to figure out um, th these bigger ones. Do you st are you send sending these packages and got to pay? Like, what is the strategy now at this level and at some of the big people? Are they just still excited to receive it? So some people, some big people, they've actually purchased online. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I send I them packages. I purchased on my Milano. That I, I appreciate you. I'm not big people yet. Yeah, though, you so are I'm big. Good. I appreciate you, my brother. Some people, they purchased online. Some people, we um send them packages. Some people that we do photo shoots with, we have to pay for the photo shoots. And sometimes we, when we got a new item in it, somebody's like really fired. We like, okay, we'll pay them. Especially like with the influencers. Yeah. Um, How that, you decide what to pay them is, do they got their rate or you y'all have a set at Milano? Y'all got a set thing that you are willing to pay influencers? So typically we never really had to pay. We yeah. probably only paid two people. Well, out of everybody at Water Brand. Yeah. Wow. And not this. So it wasn't really the celebrities we played. It was more yeah. so the influencers because yeah. that's how they get their money. Yeah. So it and it was cool too because it worked out. Um. But yeah. So we would ask for their budget. Yeah. And we know like a bex that we're not going over. So in our mind, we know if we're gonna go over this or if we'll come back to it later. Okay. How many packages should a small business be sending out a month for influencers and promo right now? Let's coach That's a good question. That's a great question. I feel like depending on how much inventory you have. Mm, but good. it's good to, I think it's really good if you can. So what I would do is I would like, depending on my product, right? So say if you sold um, aprons. Yep. I would send my aprons not to just the coolest influencers. It would go to it would be strategic. It would go to people that's actually making cooking videos, mm -hmm. no matter how big of a following they got. So if they're a micro influencer or a mm -hmm. macro influencer, I'm sending it to Difference them. between the two for somebody I so, don't know. So the micro is the smaller influencer yeah. and the macro is the large influencer. So micro is under like um, 10,000 followers. Got you. And the macro is over. So I would send my stuff to both of them because when you think about it, like the influence that you have, sometimes the smaller influencers have the bigger influence mm -hmm. because people believe that influencer more than mm -hmm. a, so what they got all the followers. Cause you'll probably think, Oh, she just got paid to wear that. Mm -hmm. So you got to really like try to see, but, um, and then you got to re look at people that got a lot of engagement. They may not have a lot of followers, but they probably have engagement every time they post something and people ask them, where you get that from? Who's that? This. So that mean that people are interested in what this person is doing and they want to be like that person. So yeah, I would definitely like, I would try to give out as much as possible and I would like ask for feedback. Um, sometimes you don't have money and right now it's harder because everyone wants to get paid for it. Yeah. And it's not as beneficial as it was before. Mm. I just watched a video with the owner of, I forget the name, the brand, Manier, Manier. Okay. Uh, he's over in London, I think. And he was saying like how he don't pay for influencers because they want an astronomical amount of money. And then when you look at it, you you didn't make that money. It's not worth the squeeze. It's not worth the squeeze. And then you can look in. So like what I would say is like whoever you do um, give items to or if you do pay them to do it, I would give them a promo code. And you got to see how much money they're bringing back to see if you got a return mm, on the investment gem right there. or not. Because if you mm. didn't get it, it's like mm. I'm not wasting my money on this. Yeah. I would rather spend money doing something else yeah. for promotion. 
That's good. And I think the second thing, which I think, and I don't know if this is second or first, you actually create a good product. Yeah. Like you, it makes people, I see like super, I see a lot of people I like, love super, they yeah. love your jeans. Yeah. Like they in there, like y'all look how these fit. Like one of the things that we're going through with just our digital products, we're going back now and this is for anybody listening and we're experiencing the product. When we sign up, how does the email come? Right. How was the package sent? Are you getting a phone call? How does it fit? Like, I know when I order off y'all stuff, it come right away, right? It comes fast. It come in a package. So how important is product for these entrepreneurs? Do you want, if I don't have a lot of money, should I continue to spend time developing a great product or just put something out? And I know we So when I start, oh, I'm happy you asked that again, too, because yeah. I didn't get this touch on it. So when I started, it was like, just put something out. Yeah. Like, just start, yeah. you know? And I had to just start because I didn't have the money. So I just put out my sweatshirts. But I, I still feel like I made sure that, like, I was comparing the qualities. Yeah. Like, so it was either Jersey fabric, the Jersey one, or it was the Gildan. And I would try it on and get the weight. So I was making sure that it was good quality for where I was at the time. But now I'm just really so big on quality. Like, I'm so big on fit. I'm not putting anything out there right now. A lot of, it's a lot of entrepreneurs now. So now what's going to stand out from you is your design and your quality. You want to make sure that you are creating a quality product. Yeah. Whereas though you don't have issues, it's not. And I try to treat myself as the end customer. So I'm going through the website. I'm purchasing an order as if I'm a customer. So I can make sure yeah. like the full process is good. Yep. So it, so when we create promo codes, let me go look on the back and see if the promo code work before we promote it. Because I experienced different things where I'm like, we just pay all this money to do this promo and the the damn code ain't working. Yeah. I got 10 people telling me the code ain't working. We just probably lost 10 customers. Yeah. So I always treat myself like the end user and I embed that in my team. Like, okay, go through the process before we do it. That's good. And what I do too is I try to let them know how I'm thinking. So instead of just telling them, no, not do that. No, don't do that. I'm telling them why. So that way they can learn to make the decision without me. Yeah. That's good. What's, what's, let me ask you this. Starting over, um, Zero to a million dollar brand. What are some critical hires you believe for people building a brand like what you're building? Whether it's clothing, a candle, I figure I feels like we all need similar hires. What are some critical people that you believe somebody what, needs? So to what get? I tell people now is, especially if you're creative and operations person, mm -hmm. you need somebody that's organized and that's gonna get your operations in order. Because you don't want to just an Instagram brand. Yeah. You know, like you want to make sure your stuff is official. So an operations person, an accountant, a bookkeeper, and a lawyer. Yeah. I feel like as long as you got those people right there, yeah. that's the first. Accountant, bookkeeper, and lawyer, and operations and person. Is the operations person uh, assistant or are they more like COO type of They don't have to be COO. They don't have to be COO. They can just be an operations manager. Got it. Because then they can build up. You can get the other layers. But somebody that knows operations, I wouldn't even say just an assistant. Somebody that knows operations because I'm not a planner. I'm not organized. I don't yeah, put in systems. I. I need to tell somebody how I want something done. You and too. then I need them to be able to type this up and create a, a, a SOP on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that right there is like having an operations person will be essential to, to your business. Yeah. And, and I wanted to say this earlier because you were talking about it. One of the things I do daily and I think it's powerful. Some days I miss, but I do what's called delegate 30. So before I get up and it, and I do, sometimes I miss, but before I could get on Instagram, I don't know if uh, most people are addicted to social media. Like you, I say a prayer and I'm on a gram or something, but I got to delegate 30 tasks to my team. 
Oh, 30. I love that. So before you even touch your phone, you can't get on the gram until you do this. So I sit down for 15 minutes. I write you, Milano, if, if, if we're working on something. My assistant, just, just say whoever. I'm like, here's what I need you to do today or tomorrow. So now think about it. After 30 days, if you were to do everything, that's 900 things you got off of your plate to get somebody to go execute on. Let me let me take a note right quick. Yeah, so I'm really big on taking notes. Yeah, I gotta fine. write this delegate thirty. Yeah, delegate thirty, and it might be delegate ten for you. Might be delegate twenty. Nah, I I can do delegate thirty. But but the key is you can't get on your social media or check your text. Oh, I wake up to text. That's what I'm saying. So, so you know what? So now I gotta go do that first. Now you you cannot do that. But now if once I dive in my text, I'm seeing troubles. I'm seeing things that are working. Now I'm seeing the. And now I'm off track. So if I do that first, if I do nothing for the rest of my day, I know 30 things are getting done. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do delegate 30 before I go to bed. So when I do yeah. my to-do list, I'm yeah. going to do 30 things and I'm going to make sure, or I'm going to see how many things it will be. But I'll, yeah. that would be perfect. Yeah. I like that. And that's now a they, great, that, that's a now gem. Now they waking up like, oh crap, I know what I got to do. Yeah. yeah. And it's easier for them, you yeah. know? So it's like, in the book that I'm reading, it's like, you really got to get your vision out of your head and make sure that you set your team up for success. Yeah. And, and not just have them wandering. Yeah. So, like, I think that will be perfect. I'm going to do Delegate 30. What's well, so anybody else you looking to add on your team? Because they might see this video and be like, man. Oh, we are growing our team. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. We just hired three new people this month. And I just approved two new hires as well. Yeah. So, they're coming on board. But I am looking to hire an operations manager. Mm-hmm. I am looking to hire... Uh, Damn, cause we just hired a few people, so a lot of the roles got filled. But some seamstress, mm-hmm. um, some content creators, like people that's really can create, like people that can shoot the content as well as create the Let's content go. as well. Yeah. Um, I'm looking to hire. Damn, I had a full list. Um, we're hiring. It'll come back. <laughs> if you, if you Are need you having job? everybody work in the office? Yes. Like 9 to 5? Like yes. In there like 9 to 5 and 10 to 6.30. So the creatives work 10 to 6.30 and then... Um, 10, like 10 a.m. to 6.30. Yeah. And then the admin... Yeah, 9 to 5. They typically work 9 to 5, like yeah. That. Yeah, that's pop. Yeah. Bro, we working on getting the office now and I can't wait just to have my entire staff. I feel like we're going to be so much more... Productive. Because like, look at how much you've done without them being there, right? What? Can you imagine when you come up with a design idea, how quick you got your graphic team running, yep. content creator ready to come up with a treatment, videographer ready to shoot it. It's up online. Ad team ready to run the ads. I'm talking about in an hour, yeah. you out there. Right. Oh, I know. Okay, this is who I'm hiring. I'm so happy I remember it. So an e-commerce specialist, a stylist, a web developer, um, and a web designer. Okay. And a graphic designer and a content writer. You hiring everything. Yeah. And you know what you need to have though. You need to have somebody look into the Chat GPT. I know, yeah, yo, that's I, crazy, bro. Hey, right now this will go good for your blog. Like literally, I went on there the other night. Like, write thirty tasks to get my virtual assistant. Write a blog. I'm, I'm about to do one tonight. Write a blog spot. Like, write a a newsletter on entrepreneurship. You just banging out. I'm talking about this what? So fire. Too. Hold on, hold on. Okay, look, because yeah. I was trying to. I was like on the on the app store. Like, okay, where the fuck is Chat? Yeah. It's, 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 called, it's called OpenAI. Oh, on the so App Store? Download OpenAI. No, you got to probably do it from your computer. Oh, it's not yeah. on the phone. It may be on the phone. I haven't did it Open on the phone. OpenAI. Yep. Oh, yeah. I need, listen, yeah, I that need that. that. Watch how you going to be like, yo. I literally wrote, my man wrote a book. He, he wrote, write a love story to my wife. He wrote a poem to his wife. I mean, this thing, and it's producing this stuff in seconds. Bro, listen, they said, yeah. they was like, yo, that's 
crazy. It's dangerous. It's about to change the dynamic well, of Well, people everything. won't have a job. Like, you really don't need a content writer. That's the content writer. Wow. I'm talking about they... Yo, my man wrote, right, 50 social media captions. What? I mean, it's different. I got one right now that it's called Descript. So my team just loaded my voice in there, an hour of my voice. And essentially an hour of my voice. So in that same platform, on another platform, you now can load up chat GPT, write me, um, write me a motivational video. I'm making this mm -hmm. up. You now upload that to the thing, and it's going to say it in my voice. No yeah, way, bro. It's crazy. What? Yeah, it's crazy. So now when you register, just say you register for one of my workshops. What we're working on now is going to be a video of me saying your name. Hey, Milano, thank you so much for oh, registering. Oh, wow. Oh, that's different. Yeah, it's different. What's the name of that one? That's uh, Descript. Descript? Yep. Like D? Like D E S. C R I P T. I'll, wow. I'll send you a video. You bro, that watch. is crazy. Yeah. Oh wow, the yeah. game is changing. Yeah, imagine if you incorporate all this with the clothing brand. It's over with. They get over. Yeah. What? It's over with. What? But yeah, oh. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for just. I feel like I feel like I was all over, but so I hope I hope you got value and our audience got value. We talked about a bunch of different stuff. I feel like it was such a great conversation, oh, and good, good, I think that good. like it wasn't like scripted. Like you know, oh, it wasn't yeah, like you're asking scripted. me five questions that yeah. you can go to my YouTube and yeah. see already. So I feel like it was really good. Good, no, I'm happy yeah, I got value from it. My my thing was I'm following behind David. Like he's, <laughs> he's the best. It's like David, go follow behind me selling something. It'll be like, oh man. But, yeah, man. I'm just um, I'm happy that you came on here and just really shared. And I'm excited that. You want to be launching some stuff to help people build out their brand. Like you built just a phenomenal brand and just if they could just get an ounce of and incorporate the things that you do in their brand, I know they can build a million dollar brand or two million or yeah. 10 million. And I always say like, I try to look at it like this. Like I am, I'm setting the mark, right? Yep. So you can pass it. Mm, because good. like like I don't I don't care if you're better than me, you know, yeah. you supposed to be better than me yeah. because you got to learn from the greats and become greater. Yeah. So this is the mark. Like you gotta go above it, cause you can. Because now you see a blueprint. Yeah, that's good. So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take us out. Um, let people know where they can find you at. I know this one of the new bags that released. What's this bag called? That is called the Angelou bag. Angelou bag. Here's another. What's this? What what I got on? He got on the Alexander. Drip. It's not even released. Probably by the time y'all see it, it's released, y'all. So y'all about to see a video. I'm going to the studio. They about to style me up in all Milano gear, but. Y'all, man, just really take this video as really honestly just as motivation. Like, I want you to understand you can come from the hood and create your dream life, right? You literally can build your brand brick by brick and become a multi-millionaire, become a multi-billionaire. I truly believe, like, when I start thinking about your brand, I think about LVMH. LVMH, uh, the guy, he owns Louis Vuitton, Dior, yeah. Hennessy. He a built. He the number one wealthiest person yeah. in the world. So I just speak billions over your brand. I know you. You talked about five year plan about Nordstrom, Saks, and Neiman's. I'm, I feel like that's a a six month goal for you. Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like you got somebody just need to make a phone call. Right. Honestly, so <laughs> right. That's done right. already. Right. So dream bigger. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. You gonna have to dream a little bit bigger. I heard the five year. Well, plan. you asked me what I'm I want to like, do in five years, and I said that I typically don't make long term goals. I know that. Like no, Shans asked yeah. you that when I when I heard him. I'm like, yeah, she'll do that in five. Yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I typically don't make long term yeah, goals like yeah. that, but yeah, Powerful. that's I want to make sure we're in stores, and I just want to 
Bro, I just want to like continue to make an impact, yeah. make a difference in the lives of people. And it's so much talent in the hood. Like, yeah, like people fact. overlook us, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so much talent in the hood. I like we gotta represent now. Yeah. Like, we gotta. We need to go do a show underdog. in West Philly, man. We need to need to write up some sort of treatment. We just go do something for West Philly. Put them on. I don't know. Just we definitely gotta do some giving back in West Philly, but. I want to start doing more shows. Like yeah. that sesh really inspired me. To that was do, amazing. Do me some shows. Yes, I'm yeah. Like, I got I got a lot of ideas. I know you're an idea person too. So yeah, I'm an idea person. Yeah. So, but yeah, let them know where they could find you at, how they could tap in. So you can find me on all of the social media platforms. I am Milan Rouge. That's my handle, and my business is Milano De Rouge. I also have the Woman Air Club and the Mama Air Club. And download our free Milano De Rouge app. You can shop Milano De Rouge. Our store is in Philadelphia, 1509 Spring Garden Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19130. And you can shop online at MilanoDeRouge.com. Let's get it, y'all. So make sure y'all tap in, y'all. Look out. We got something crazy coming. Well, I know about to educate the world on y'all building these brands. So make sure y'all look out for everything she got coming on. But thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see y'all in the next episode.